Welcome to Monkey Talk, brought to you by The Four Monkeys Wrestling my intro uh I don't even know what happened here we are <laughs> that's right that's right technical wizardry at its finest you're welcome so uh welcome to the Jaden show Jaden show that's right yeah the Jaden show presents the bald monkeys podcast presents monkey talk okay I got I, I like it I like should, it I should have wrote that down that's kind of confusing no, you should have put right. it on your little board I behind you. I did. I should. I don't have enough letters for that. I don't <laughs> think. I'm gonna need more letters. So, welcome to the Jaden Show, that presents the Bald Monkeys, presenting Monkey Talk, presenting right. Christopher, presenting Captain Chuckles, and your host tonight, Jaden Newman. Twas I, El Numero Uno, Ichiban Number One, the uncrowned king of the scenic city. Action Wrestling's number one wrestler, Crux Wrestling's favorite son, and the best husband in the whole world. I mean... But do we really know that it's Jaden? Because there's something, something's off. Something's off. What are you talking about? All my lights are on in the house. Oh, okay. okay. We're, we're good then. We're good then. Oh, no, I do understand that something's missing, obviously, and it's it's my beard. Uh, you see, Logan Creed put out a tweet a few weeks ago, and I never forgot, where he said that it would be $100 to whoever shaved my beard. So whoever did it, I hope you're $100 richer, and I also hope you're the saddest sack of shit on the planet. But $100 in his pocket, I mean... That's that's chump change, man. For, for numero uno, that is chump change. That is indeed chump change. Is this someone that we have to, you know, is this someone that we have to take care of when we get down to good old Tennessee? I don't know, man. I really think it was Aaron Wade. That bastard. I, I told you in exactly, I told you exactly in the green what room. Christopher said. I said it in the green room. You never trust Aaron Wade. He, you can't trust Aaron Wade. He's a psychopath. I got plenty he, of air lights. He does not respect his surroundings. He doesn't respect his surroundings. <laughs> not at he all. He also doesn't know how to tell time. <laughs> we got Ron Bash Jr. in the Ooh. chat tonight, and he believes that Jaden looks like a failed 90s boy band member. Well, you see, I am. What, what would the boy band's name be if Jaden Newman was in a boy band? If what would that boy band. boy band's name be? Oh, man. Let me think here. 
looking at my surroundings, not disrespecting them, trying to come up with an idea for a name. Yeah. I think we'd be the, uh, I got nothing. <laughs> Good <laughs> stuff. Mean, That's okay. Well, if, the new if you had the new mans, I, I yeah. like that. I li but if you had to choose of the, the mainstream, you know, boy bands from the 90s, you know, NSYNCs, your Backstreet Boys, all those guys, which one would you want to be a member of? Probably NSYNC, just so Thank I could you. become See? Justin Timberlake. And this is exactly why Jaden is part of this podcast. That's very true. It's exactly it's, it's, it's exactly why. I've delved deep into my pockets to invest in the stock of the bald monkeys. We appreciate it. And I mean, I don't see it going anywhere but up. I mean, after that video, the intro video for, for the takeover. For sure. Do you not understand how much of the budget that took? We have a budget? Well, no. Oh, okay. But, I didn't think so. <laughs> but we do have a very good video editor. I was going to say. He is. If, he is. No, no, I'm not. No, he I'm not. is. No, you, you do a fantastic job. You really do. You did an amazing job. Well, I screwed up the Twitter handle, so I'm working on that right now. So Val's already called me out on that. What do you mean you screwed up the Twitter handle? My Twitter handle? Uh, I, uh, our, our previous guest, Robert Martyr, was yeah, still yeah. was still the uh, link you was still the link to the streamlabs. So the bot screwed it up. So we will fire bot. the bot. We'll fire the bot. We gotta fire the bot, man. We don't have the budget for the bot. Why do we even have the bot if he always screws up? That's very true. The you bot's know? supposed to make life easier, and all it does is give me more work to do. It's true. It's true. Ooh. That's an interesting question. John Miller's uh, John Miller's just going right to questions, which I'm fine with because honestly, there's no format tonight. Uh, you will Literally not see no format. you will not see us ask our normal questions. We have already had Jaden on because Jaden is a veteran of the Bald Monkeys podcast. He was on the stack with Val Pankers, right. so we've already asked these questions. He's already answered these questions. We're gonna go a completely different path tonight. So questions in the chat are very welcome. We'll fill in the blanks where we can. All John, three of us are just going to stare at the screen, dog, actually. Dog, That's going to be two hours. Tonight, this podcast tonight is sporadic as an asthmatic, baby. Let's go. All right. John Miller wants to know, who's the better student, Wade or Manhorn? Mm, that's a very good question. Now, as much as shit as I give, uh, as I give all Aaron Wade, um, Man, they're both really good, and they're getting their game right now. It's awful because they're a tag team now, too. So where one maybe is failing in an area, the other one makes up for Honestly, man, my pick has got to be Aaron Wade, fourth-degree black belt. Fourth-degree black belt in Taekwondo. His kicks are lethal. They're dangerous. Um, that's who I'm going to pick, honestly, man, you know, and if you've ever talked to him and had a conversation with him, great conversation piece. Mm -hmm. Who can do more squats though? That's what I want to know. Manhorn without a doubt. I've seen it. I've seen, uh, Aaron Wade pass out of exhaustion of squats, but his kicks because of them are harder than hell. So he obviously is, uh, picked up a few tricks of the trade from teaming with Manhorn. Ooh, that's pretty good. So, uh, 
ER Chuck. Five person boy band, El Numero Cinco. El Numero Cinco. Ooh. I like uh, it. I like it. Uh, it'll take a little bit to to settle with me. It'll pop. Like all yeah. of a sudden, like it'll through, like he'll just pop out with it, and it'll be good to go. Yeah, I'll uh, probably I'll probably forget about it and then think of it. Think it's my idea. <laughs> Are you ready to watch Positively eat six pounds of spam, Ron Bastion? You know, I'm ready for a lot of things. That's not one of them. However, I do love me some Positively. So one time I was at the Big Dave compound, a.k.a. the Evil Villains Lair, where the Wasted Generation uh, lay out all their plans for New South. And uh, I don't know how I get in, but I'm there. And uh, Positively goes, all right, guys stone cold introductions around the room and i said what and my man goes i'll start positively <laughs> and i just went what and then he goes i said who are you and he goes positively and i've never forgot that shit so every time i think of positively that's always going to pop in my head because he's Dude, Big Dave, Big Dave Security, Security Mansion since 1999. God bless them. God bless them. They got a hell of a team there. So you mentioned New South. Uh, you've been there a bunch, obviously, and, and had some success there. What's uh, what's, what's the outlook for New South for for El Numero Uno? Like, what's what's the goal right now with what's going on? Ever since I showed up in New South at Americana last year, um, the goal's always been the same, and it was to go after the big Kimon gold. Um, you know, I've racked up some really good victories there, even though I suffered a loss at Kevin Ryan the last show, which all power to him. He caught me off my game in, in a moment of weakness, and he took advantage, dropped me on my head with a pile driver, one, two, three. But... Um, no, the goal's always been for me to hold the big human gold, and uh, it's going to happen one day, you know. Um, you look around the roster, and you see a lot of young and hungry, talented guys, but really, if you think about it, you have Adam Priest in, in the contendership. Phantom Man Dan's always within that contendership. Derek Neal, he's the champ. I think I could be in that contendership. I think I'm one of the best in New South. Hate to say it, but it's the truth. So that's where I see for myself in New South, whether it's in a month, six months to a year. Were you shocked that Derek got the belt back kind of so quick from Cabana Man Dan after he had lost it? Oh, absolutely I was because um, I was really excited to see how the castaway did as champion, but Obviously, going back to Derek Neal, you know, he's on top of his game right now. There's a reason he's – I think he's the champion that's held it the most. Uh, maybe – I think it's like three Yeah, three times. times. Yep. And, like, he's he has to be considered one of the most dominant champions, if not the most dominant champ at this point. I mean, you know, to win it three times, like, that's an impressive thing to do. So, yo, Derek Neal's the man. Have you ever gotten to – to hold the belt from the new South. Gold. I like, I always, I'm just, 
I haven't gotten to see it in person. I've seen plenty of pictures with people wearing it. And I just, is it as heavy and giant in person as it is on oh, absolutely. It, my it's IWTV? Most, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in the best way possible. Um, we we just got a new championship at TWE, and I was so excited. I was like, man, this thing's huge. It looks great. I put it up against the new South title looking at it. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> you got to upsize. What is this? It literally made my uh, – it literally made the TWE championship look like a, like a Walmart wrestling championship. <laughs> One of those foam belts you get. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I was like, oh my God. No, but um, yeah, the title's freaking massive. It's just as big and heavy as it looks. 100%. I- I'm hoping I get to see it live in person when we're at SCI. Oh, you're going to. Derek I- I- I can't always wait. has that thing. He keeps that MF or strapped on him. Now, your new title, didn't that come out almost the same time that Matt unveiled the tag team titles for action? Yes. So, um, oddly enough, we had both got our belts through the same uh, through the same person, Hyperion Belts. Um, and we both got them at the same time. And Matt and I had talked. And he told me he was going to unveil the tag straps uh, on that Friday. I said, well, that's funny because I think we're going to unveil the TWE championship on Saturday. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy. Like, uh, the guy did an amazing job on both of them, you know. It's a sweet de- – yours, the, the TWE one is a sweet design. I appreciate that, man. We uh, So, oddly enough, like, at my real job, right, huh. Jaden Newman has a shoot job, I, uh, I was at work. And I was just like sketching out an idea that came to my head and it was like a little rough draft. And I sent it to one of my graphic designer friends. I said, Hey, do you think you could rework this and see what comes of it? And he said, yeah, sure. So he did it. And then, um, I sent it off to my man who made the belt and he sent me back the sketch of how he was going to do it. And I was in love with it. And, uh, we got what we have now, you know, um, I was super excited to put like, the outline and the silhouette of like Chattanooga in the title, because like, I was like, if it's going to be like the champ, like if you're going to be the champion in Chattanooga, I feel like the, like the city should be within the belt itself. So yeah. Um, yeah. Like uh, I'm in love with it. 100%. Like it's something that I take pride in knowing that that's the championship for my company. Let's talk about your company. Let's talk about TWE. Cause I mentioned this before we got on. It's an interesting story about how it became your company, how how it became Jaden Newman. You know, I, I don't want to call it Jaden Newman's Wrestling Federation because it's not. It's CWE. Yeah. Even though that does have a nice ring to it. It does. Uh, maybe maybe one day I'll I'll uh, get the LLC <laughs> and do the damn thing. We'll know. <laughs> so, if you could like. How did it start? Where, where, did, where did the first, like, seedlings begin of the growth of PWE with you, you at the helm? Um, so, obviously, TWE has been around for a minute. Um, we're going on to our eighth year, which is a very big deal. And I've been here at TWE literally since the beginning. I made my debut in professional wrestling at TWE. Um, some things came up. And uh, 
things obviously that weren't agreed upon as far as like um, ideologies and uh, posts, whether it be, you know, uh, political or whatever it may be. And it was brought to my attention. And what made it even worse, obviously, is like knowing like it's family. And that person has gone on to, um, has gone on to like actually learn and like understand why he was wrong, which is awesome. Uh, but I said in that moment, I need to take over and I need to make sure that people know that TWE is a safe place and that uh, the things that were posted about weren't agreed upon because um, that's just not how I roll, um, you know? And maybe it's because of the generation I come from, but generation I come from, you know, you love everyone regardless of anything. And that's just that. So whenever we took over in June uh, of last year, officially, um, it was a, it was a bit of a building process at first, because obviously like it's a lot whenever you're actually handling like the money aspect of things and things of that sort and like having to like handle budgeting and like, it's, it's like, it's crazy. Cause like, you know, I'm 23. So, uh, to be 23 and doing all that was like a big shock, but luckily because like my wife, it helped, uh, having people around, like, um, I know I'm kind of going out of the confines of kayfabe here, but, uh, having people like Matt Griffin help out Dylan Hells has been an amazing help to me. He's like my left-hand man and, uh, Scott Hensley, even with some input, you know, um, carry awful like having people like that to help me out and get different aspects of booking and understanding the business it, it, it was tremendous help to me so um with that though in a year we've done so much and we've uh really i felt grown a lot as a company like uh, more people are starting to know who we are and they're starting to like learn about like our history and some of the people that we've had come through. Like, it's crazy. Like people don't realize how many guys that have gone through to WWE, like um, impact and ring of honor and stuff have came through TWE. Like Fred Yehi used to be a regular at TWE. Steve Carino, like had came through TWE. Like Colby Carino was our champion. Like uh, it's crazy how much we've done in those years, but I really feel like we've had our best year, uh, this past and even now going into this one. So, um, yeah, like it's, it's been a crazy ride, but here we are going into year eight. And a definite kudos to, to you guys. If, if anybody checks Jaden's Twitter, I mean, I think it's one of the first, the first video up there of, of you talking to the crowd and everybody there and saying that you're inclusive and everybody's welcome here. And a lot of other places have done that, but I mean, I know Moe's had, talked about a situation that was there and it, it just leads to the great leadership that TWE has and the great people that that work with and for you guys to be able to quell that stuff as fast as you can and say no 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 this is not how we're doing this stuff we're here we're we're here for everybody yeah exactly man like if I ever hear word of that like I get that shit shut down real quick like I don't care like we literally uh like you know, we banned a fan recently over that shit, and they were like, uh, well, we're not going to give you our money. I'm like, well, if you're fucking being racist, I don't want your money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just that. Like, if you're being racist or homophobic, I don't give a shit to have your money. Your money means nothing to me. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, like, our, our fans feeling happy and accepted and, like, included is what I care about. 
that's a great product and and like chuck said it's it's great to see not only you as the leader of it but everyone who's involved in it also step up and and shut those things down pretty quickly so yeah dude moses is great i know we just mentioned him like uh and i know we can talk about how great moses is all the time but like i ser- i sincerely mean it like um you know i've had him with us for about a year or about three to three and a half years maybe now and like dude the amount of like stuff that he has helped with and like put forth like you gotta think this dude ring announces he does solo commentary he's our man and you know as far as i'm concerned without him it's hard for the show to run because he's such an integral part of what we do um so shout out mo's man yeah he's been he flew solo for action on the last show which was amazing he's obviously yep. on new south he's on pwe i mean moses had he's coming quite up the Jersey. year quite yeah, the year violence and suffering yep. yeah like it I, I feel like twe is, has has lifted itself up over this last year and and moes as well has like has taken advantage of that you know spotlight that he had with with twe and kind of branched out to a lot of different things too so yeah man like moes told me that um he obviously considers his home more than anything because that's where he got to like try things out and like test himself. And that just means so much that like he got to do that at our building and then go to take it to a place like violence and suffering and like uh, action and new South. Like um, the fact, like I said, that Moses is a part of our team. Like I always do my best to like message everyone and let like let them know like how much I appreciate them and like their effort and their work on my team because you know like at the end of the day like I don't want them to think that they're just working for me and that they're just doing like something just for like me like I want them to know that like I I work for them like Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for their hard work that they were putting in I wouldn't want to put in that fucking hard work Mm mm-hmm and it's a testament to Moe's too, because y- you notice the difference when he's, when he is somewhere and you hear him maybe week to week or month to month at a show, when he's not at that show the next time, you, you feel the difference in the commentary oh, 100%. And, and everything. I mean, so it's a testament to him about, you know, how, how well he displays himself, the promotions that he, that he does this with. I mean, he, he is definitely one of the best around in my opinion that's right and nothing's ever gonna hold him down yeah and it's 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 to the moon for for right out to the moon to the moon to the moon moon. speaking of to the moon look at that we're segueing like crazy this is not planned or anything no not at all you 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 got a little bit out of character but we're gonna get back into it with action wrestling and understand the crazy story that is El Numero Uno in action wrestling. Like I've gotten to watch just about this whole thing morph over my action career that I call it over the last year or so. What's it like to be probably one of the top heels in, in action right now? Like that's the thing, like you measure a heel by, how much the crowd reacts and i don't know if anybody reacts more to you than maybe eric royal that's probably eric and you are probably one a and one b 
and priest and yeah priest. and priest yeah we gotta give priest his due for sure i mean come I, on. I give priest his due but there's that new south thing that confuses things for me that's the problem with the hot tournament it's to, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's uh, i mean i get it i totally understand it but it's like Jaden, like they really don't like you oh they hate me with a passion like i really i really noticed it after the JD Drake match, because you know, in some places you have a match like that. And like at the end, they're like, wow, what a hard fight. And they stayed yeah. up, they're clapping. I literally was laying there in pain and I just hear, <laughs> I hear a fan go, yeah, you deserve that ass whooping. <laughs> and I go, I guess I did. So no, to be able to elicit the reaction like that, I get it action. It's, um, it's amazing to me because honestly, like, Regardless of if they boo or cheer, like I'm gonna give my 100% because guess what? I got you interacting with me. I have you engaged. I have you not thinking about whatever's going on in your personal life. You're focused on me in that time and moment. And I take that like to heart because it's my job to entertain you. It's my job to make sure that you leave going, that Jaden Newman, he's a bitch. Like I want people to sit there and think I'm the biggest piece of shit on earth regardless of if I am there or somewhere else, you know what I mean? Um, and uh, Dylan Hells brought up a good point. One time he had made a tweet after like a new South action class show. And he had talked about how essentially like everywhere I am, it's a different version of Jaden. Um, like there's almost like three sides. To me. And uh, it, was, it was really brought to my like attention after I had the Drake match. Cause I was like, wow, like it's true. And honestly, it's like, all 100% is to how that crowd acts because whenever I go out there, I don't plan anything I do. I literally go off of crowd reaction. I'm a, I'm a method actor, man. That's the best way to put it. And like, whatever you give me, I'm going to give back to you. Mm -hmm. So no, man, it, it really means the world to me that action boos the shit out of me. It's the absolute coolest thing. I can't wait to get home and tell my wife that someone tried to run me over with their truck in the parking lot. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? That actually happened. That's a shoot. Oh, shoot. That really happened. Was, I was, was like, that, oh, was, I was going to say, was that the night you, you hid under the ring? Yes, that was the night I hid under the ring. Oh, man. You stayed. So for those of you that didn't, weren't at the show or didn't stay when the show ended, Jaden was at it all night long. Like, it was midnight, and he's still in his wrestling trunks still running around causing trouble or whatever like that night was hilarious of how much you were just running around just yelling at people i think you said you rode in on the the ring rig. yeah yeah i said i rode in <laughs> under the ring truck and i snuck in underneath the two by four so somebody tried to actually run you over with their truck in the parking yeah, lot yeah dude somebody somebody was driving like a fucking like dodge truck or something and like I was like screaming at him. And like they were like, they're like, fuck you, pal. And they're like backing this thing up, dude. They're backing up their heavy Chevy and almost hit me. Like the craziest thing I ever seen. I had to front roll to get out of the way. Oh my lord. <laughs> it was awesome. All right, which one of you in the chat was that? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we we even I mean, we even caught a little shit. We I mean, when when you wore the podcast shirt, 
and you came out the one time and you were like, I'm a guest of the Bald Monkeys podcast. I'm just going to come in here. And then the next time they they said like, uh, this match is uh, presented or sponsored by the Bald Monkeys. They were like, one person clapping Cricket. we were like yeah it was me <laughs> how did we turn into the bad <laughs> guys yeah it was christopher <laughs> that's how much heat jade newman has we absorbed that heat and it could, no one would even cheer for us because jade newman is part of the bald monkey it was i was honestly terrified to see what the viewers would be tonight because of it i was like man this demographic in tyrone georgia is not going to give a shit for this it's all right we're we're nationwide that's we're all right. over the place. We, we're 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 worldwide. We've actually yeah, shipped. Newman. Yeah, worldwide. Exactly. We ship our stuff everywhere. Canada, Great Britain. Yep. My stuff goes everywhere. That's right. All right. So there's two questions in the chat. One is one of my favorites. We'll start with John Miller's question because it's on topic. Which version is your favorite, Jaden? Mm. I would honestly say action because I have so much fun getting to be a little prick because for me, like in anything you do, there's always a little piece of you that you like incorporate into it. And like, there is that piece of shit in me every once in a while that just like wants to just yell at somebody. So I do it, you know? Um, And the best way I like to put it is like, especially like whenever like in the modern era of like your heels and faces right um you have guys be like well how do you feel i think it was a who was it somebody maybe asked bruiser brody before he passed um essentially it was within the lines of like in a land of like heels and faces where like your face one place and your heel another like how does that uh how does that differ for you and he explained it in a way that i do similarly and it just really depends on my mood that day so whenever I show up to Tyrone, Georgia, I just happen to be in a really pissy mood. So, I mean, that's it. But no, I, I love getting to portray what I do at action wrestling. It's, it's easily the most fun I've had uh, in my career. So, no, I, I love that. I'm just remembering tweets as I'm at the show setting up the table and I'm looking at my Twitter timeline and I see Jaden. Atlanta traffic is the worst. And I'm like, oh, here comes Jaden <laughs> in that pissy mood. Yeah, and that's what does it every time. It's Atlanta traffic. Maybe if for traffic didn't suck ass, I'd be in a good mood. Your fault, Atlanta. Yeah, for real. Screw off, Atlanta. All right, so we got to ask this one. This is one of our favorite questions from the chat. So which historical figure <laughs> would you like to face in a fight and why? Man. This is one of the, like, this is turning into, like, one of our, like, key questions that come from the chat every time. It's a great question. It's good. It is good. Man, I'd probably, I'd probably bitch slap Abraham Lincoln. Ooh. Man, that man, that dude, that dude wasn't no vampire slayer. <laughs> I knocked that top hat right off his head. For real, dude. Just to reveal another top hat, Sting style. <laughs> Just to reveal another. Dude, Abraham Lincoln. Who who would he ever be? Well, actually, let's be real here. <laughs> you know what, Abraham Lincoln? You're a good one. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's. Okay, we're good. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, ER Chuck, uh, how much are you looking forward to Newman Isis Part 2? So, it's actually not Part 2. Um, but I'm looking very forward to it. Uh, I'm terrified. Like, I'm not terrified, but... Um, what's the word I'm trying to say? I'm nervous because I know what Brett brings to the table. This is going to be my fourth or fifth match with him now. And every time it's gotten more aggressive and we brought the heat more and more and more. So I guess it terrifies me to what extremes I'm going to have to go to, to try and beat Brett Ison, especially with the stakes being as high as they are. Like the last match we had was for the TWE championship. We went to a 30 minute draw. Um, but now it's first round scenic city invitational. And quite frankly, after what happened in 2019, I can't afford to lose. I can't afford to go out in the first round, especially with the home field advantage. So I'm nervous, but I'm terrified at what I'm going to have to do to be correct. What goes through your mind? Like those five minutes before, you know, you got to get into the ring with, an opponent like Brett? Honestly, I just try to clear my head. Like, I can't go into it with any thoughts because if I do, then there's the doubt. And then instantly they have an opening and they got me. Um, so for me, a lot of it's just clearing my head. It's like what I did with James Drake as well. And every time I face Brett, you know, I, I study tape, I go in, I watch what happened in the last match and I find a way to like do better. And like, that's all I can do is just keep keep persevering and doing better because with Brett, he's always changing his style too. I can't sit there and say that Brett's always doing the same thing. I mean, for the love of God, he's hitting people with psycho drivers now. Like he's, he's beating people by submission. He's beating people Mm -hmm. by sunset flip. Like he's willing to do whatever, whenever. And I have to match that. So I've been studying tape. I've been watching watching our past matches and i've just been getting mentally prepared for what i have to do you know what i need to look out for do you have a pre-match ritual like are you one of the are you one of the guys that just in in the corner and you're just in your thoughts are you listening to music are Um, you chugging water what are you doing so my recent pre-match ritual um, my recent pre-match ritual is I'll, uh, like 30 minutes before I wrestle, I take some, uh, insane veins, which is like, helps with blood flow and vascularity. So I do that. So it helps open me up. Um, and then whenever that happens, I put in my music, I get hyped up, sit there, get in my head a little bit, try to clear my thoughts, let the music just take over. And then as weird as this is going to sound, because I've just been cursing, I, I literally, I say a prayer before I hit the ring every time. I always say a prayer. Like I probably said that like five or 10, but like, um, you know, my main thing that I pray about is like, you know, uh, safety for me, safety for my opponent. Uh, Cause at the end of the day, like, I just want to beat them. You know, I don't want to take food off their table, but like, mm-hmm. um, and I pray for the fans mainly to have a good time and for us to tell a good story. But no, like, that's really my ritual, you know. Um, I do all that, and then I hit that ring, because as soon as that music hits, it's game day. Game face is on, baby. We're going. You're talking about rituals, and I, I remember 
comment from our last interview with Robert Martyr, and he, he wanted us to ask you about your infatuation with energy drinks and how many energy drinks you normally are consuming. Is this worrying? <laughs> I, I think he's concerned. I think concerned. it does. I think, I think he's does. a little concerned. So, <laughs> I don't have an infatuation with energy drinks. So, um, I probably drink about two a day. I try to get them out before, like, that's just my normal work day. I get about two a day before, like, four o'clock or whatever. And uh, normally, I drink either Bang or Rain. It just depends, really, on the day. Um I also drink a lot of coffee, so my caffeine intake is super high, which is probably what worries young Robert Martyr. But <laughs> um, no, like he's seen me. I'm probably before in a locker room pounded like five before I go out to the ring. And he's like, what the hell's wrong with you? He freaks him out. But eh, whatever, you know what I mean? What's high blood pressure? They got pills for that. You'll be right. Exactly, yeah. dude. They got pills for it. Who cares? But no, that's uh, I guess that's my infatuation. Who knows? Jaden Newman energy drink addict. You're, you're not mean, sponsored to, yet, but to be <laughs> honest, your your logo is like perfect for an energy drink can. I mean, it literally is. Just wait, you're gonna get Jaden Newman Uno energy soon or some shit. I don't know. I'm the patent's still pending. I love it. So okay, so you what? have your own energy drink. You have your own energy drink. What is the first flavor you come out with? Mm. It has to have some stupid gimmicky name like Tennessee Sunshine or some shit. Not Billy, not Billy Tipton, but uh, let me think here. I would probably want it to taste. Probably want it to taste something like uh, this is it, carbonated orange juice. If it tasted like that, I'd be so, like the orangina. Funny. Sunny D or like Orangina. Orangina. Orangina yeah. yeah. Something like that. Probably just rip the label off Orangina and put more on it. Stick label on there. You got and some labels you, laying around. You'll be right. Exactly. What's <laughs> mass production whenever you just got labels? So let's go back to SCI for a second because what Jade Newman showing up to SCI? Because it, you, like you said, it's home field. So what Jaden shows up in home field? the most focused and determined Jaden Newman that you'll ever see. Um, I think you're going to see aspects of uh, all versions of me show up in, uh, in Red Bank because obviously like the fan bases are going to be a little bit divided. You're going to have friends. You're going to have fans that have seen me in Nashville. You're going to have fans that have seen me in Atlanta. You're going to have fans that have seen me, you know, um, in other parts of the country and also mainly in Chattanooga. So, Really, I can't tell you which one exactly shows up because I don't think it's just one. Uh, all I know is that I have been preparing and working my ass off for this weekend because this is the biggest one to me. You know, I feel like I really have something to prove. I have more of something to prove than uh, the other 15 competitors in the field. You know, no offense to them because I know that they're coming for their own reasons, but my reasons are because I am literally the guy that has been representing the scenic city ever since I started my career. I put Tennessee on my back 
whenever it was given to me. So I feel like if I don't make it past the first round, I don't make it to the finals, I've let some people down and I can't afford to let those people down. But more importantly, I can't afford to let myself down because it really did a number on me whenever AC Mac took me out in that first round in 2019. I've watched that footage back. I replayed it in my head. And even though I have all the respect in the world for Daniel Makabe, whenever I had to watch him take home that trophy in 2019, it really messed me up. That's why I was so happy I got to get in the ring a little bit and maybe kind of rough him up in Tampa. However, I can't let that happen again this year. That's not in the cards. Who do you want to see in the finals? Me. Well, against see, you. <laughs> I want to see me. Uh, if I could, I would say Daniel Makabe. Um, myself, Makabe. Mac, because I would like to get my comeuppance. And uh, Derek Neal. All right, so Tampa. See, we're segueing again. Look at this. Look at this That's segue. it. Look how this goes. I was impressed with Tampa in general. I didn't make it, unfortunately, but it looked like a fun time. But what I was really impressed was I felt like you were working the entire weekend, whether it yes. be in the ring or behind the laptop or anywhere else. Whatever you could pitch in, it felt like you were working. So what, what was that weekend like for you? Um busy <laughs> so i got there and the first thing i did was i went to the venue and helped set up things with icw and danny demano's crew which shout out to them they're amazing i uh, helped set up the ring and do different things like that went home to the airbnb and got a little bit of sleep uh and then got up the next morning and went to the venue for iwtv family reunion part one wrestle macabre and then double shot straight right down the road to go wrestle two matches against one against Roxy, who's doing stuff with the Ring of Honor and the Women of Honor division, and uh, then Eric Royal, you know. So three matches in one day. Then back to the then back to the IWTV building to help with whatever was needed. Um, then the next day, um, you know, sub action, um, have fun, be sad. Did the scramble there, and then after that. I was doing uh, audio. I was doing, you know, whatever I could do. Everywhere. Like you were saying, yeah. Like I was getting the IWTV uh, Jerry money. So I was doing my thing. Um, but no, man, it was awesome to be able to like help out and lend a hand where I could because obviously other than professional wrestling and actually being in the ring, like I want to be like everything to this business, you know? I want to be able to help where I can so that way, like, nobody's, like, in a spot whenever something does come up. Um, you know, I was lucky enough – I was smart enough to brought my laptop whenever I did. So whenever, like, they didn't have a laptop to play music on, I was like, well, I have mine, so we can just run it like that. And they're like, would you care to run sound? Absolutely not. Because I'm not one of these guys in the business that's like, oh, well, because I'm a wrestler. I, I don't care, dude. Because at the end of the day, like, if I can contribute something to your product – that's all I care about. I want to make sure that all the wrestling shows there went well and were talked about in a positive light. And if I could have been a part of that, regardless of if I was in a ring or not, that makes me happy. It was great to see. It was just, I, I, I like just got excited when I 
randomly saw you working behind the laptop. I, I don't like. I obviously enjoyed watching you in the ring, but for some reason, I was like, "Oh, it's Jade. Oh, cool. He's doing some stuff." Like I, I didn't know what you were doing, but it was just fun to see like you behind the laptop. And it's interesting because it's like that fourth wall of like, okay, these guys aren't just wrestlers. They contribute in many different ways. Yeah. Just because they're doing stuff in the ring doesn't mean they can't mm-hmm. do other stuff. Exactly, man. And like, I've always said it best. Um, it's, it's best to be a Swiss army knife in professional wrestling than to just be uh, a one dimensional being, because honestly, man, like the more, you know how to do the better you can contribute to a company. And people don't forget that stuff. And that's uh, something that hopefully if there's any like young wrestlers that are listening to this, like here, because I think that's a very important lesson that needs to be learned. Uh, Make yourself reliable and get out there and do whatever's asked of you, you know, always be prepared to do anything. On the business side of things, is, is there a goal that you have for yourself and, and TWE? on the business side not the not the wrestler side but on the promoter the promotion side the thing that i would really like to do obviously increase revenue but that's the thing that you know we always have goals to do um for me it's to get you know our views up on iwtv to get those up uh as well as eventually one day have a live stream i would love to have a twe event live streamed on uh, iwtv um, I would like to have the TWE championship defended at family reunion. I'd like to have it defended in mania weekend as well as I would like to have it defended at WrestleCade weekend in North Carolina. Um, really like those are big things to me because that shows growth as a company. And it also like shows that we're more than just like, you know, one place, mm-hmm. like, we're branching out. We're wanting to do more than just what's in our area. Like at the end of the day, like the growth of our area and our community is very important to me. And that's also another thing I would like to add while I'm saying it, like to be able to like be more of like um, a figure in our community and help where we can would be amazing too. Like um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about it right now. Like we're, we're currently working with um, one of my, uh, one of my good friends who like works in the like, downtown area we're working with him on potentially putting together a pride show for a pride week in chattanooga um if we get it approved awesome but i've reached out to uh, certain wrestlers that have uh, worked with twe before and some that haven't and i you know i really hope we get to do it but you know that's the thing i i just want to get more out in the community and help but also branch out of our community and show that like we're a force to be reckoned with Nice. Now, TWE has the night before on Thursday before SCI. Now, I saw a question in the chat. Uh, I think it was John Miller. It was John. But he was he was wondering. I I think two matches have been announced so far. I, I could be wrong. But he, like, he, let me check. He's like, oh, let me see. <laughs> yeah, let me check the bookskies. But uh, John was wondering specifically if you have a match that night. So I currently did the one thing <laughs> that you would expect. I booked a whole card but forgot to book my match. So <laughs> with that being said, 
Uh, I'm going to say it first on the Bald Monkeys podcast. I'm going to throw out an open challenge. And it's going to be an open challenge to Scenic City's past. Ooh. Okay. Anyone that's been a past participant in the Scenic City Invitational, I want them. Awesome. Well, you heard it here first. Jaden Newman, open invitation. If you have been part of that wonderful Scenic City Invitational, you have a chance to step up and take on El Numero Uno. Thursday night. We'll be there. Well, I'll be there. Yeah. He won't. I'll Chris, be there. Chris will be there. Obviously, on my camera. I'm actually going to be streaming a little bit, so I'm going to be there watching this right. live. He's going to be working. He's on the payroll the night before. John Miller suggests tank. Suggests shit <laughs> cut, cut the feed cut the feed where's that rewind back. button again i'm wrestling the scenic city's past in sam punk <laughs> swiss army knife boy band name uh, uh. Not terrible. Not terrible. It's okay. Not that, that's our first single, actually. There you go. Ah, I like that. I like Good. that. That's better. Yeah. Iced or hot coffee? Hot coffee. I'm not a weirdo. Even though Hell I yeah. drink nice Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, it happens, man. Freaking you know, cold I, I, coffee. Whenever I'm feeling it, sometimes I'm feeling my caffeine, but whatever. Have you had cold brew? Cold brew is, is great. Bullshit. It's like. It's, very it's, it's what happens to coffee when you let it sit there. That's what it is. No, that's just cold coffee. It's that's not cold bullshit. brew. Same. Dude, listen. I can box up a piece of dog shit and put it in a box and say it's pasta and sell it to somebody. It's still dog shit. I mean. Damn. That makes no sense. That makes no, Jane. Don't that. tell him that's true. That, that makes sense. no sense. He's not even showing up Thursday. Remember that. Listen, oh, yeah, bro. Right. Listen, listen. If I could, I would. But I have job restriction, restraints, and shit's got to get done. That's very true. He's got. He's a hardworking man. You know what? I respect that. I respect you. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. I'm with you, John. We don't. We, John and myself do not do not appreciate being called weirdos. We well, don't you like. Know what? I don't. I, I shouldn't say weirdos. Maybe that was a bit of a stretch because Oddball. every once in a while, whenever I am, whenever I'm a little hot and bothered, I go to the Starbucks and I ask them for a cold brew. And even though it pains me to do it, I do get it sometimes. So I can't sit there and call you all weirdos. So we're talking coffee, and I, I, I remember a conversation about Mr. Makabe and his coffee snobbery. We'll call it, and how much. He loves coffee. What do we? What should we expect? Do we have a place to take Daniel Makabe in in the scenic city to to get him coffee? Is that something we should like scope out? Dog, we literally have two coffee shops within a mile of TWE. So there's a place called the Meeting House, and there's a drive-through coffee place called Be Caffeinated. Um, it's like in like one of those little old Central Park drive-through type deals. It's mm -hmm. Super cool. But not man, I didn't realize that Makabe was such a huge coffee drinker. I, I I have my own podcast as well called How Do You Take Your Wrestling? And we talk about wrestling and coffee. So I may have to 
break out the old podcast equipment and uh, hit some interviews. I think that's a that might be an exclusive before uh, before Thursday night. Maybe we can grab some coffee. My God, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a joint. There joint. We we'll do it. That's that's Ooh. called a dual. What do they call it? Is it? That's not quad streaming. That's that's four. What do we call quad it? Quad streaming. <laughs> dual. Dual. I don't know. Dual streaming. That's Co streaming. Dual Fuck streaming. It. What did you say? Did you say dual streaming? Dual. Dual streaming. Yeah. Dual. Yeah. What did you say before that though? Dose streaming. Quad like streaming. Like dose. Like dose. Yeah, I was gonna say dose. dose. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say dose streaming. Yeah. Did I say that? I thought it was in my head. I didn't know that came Just out. Just because Sometimes... he's numero uno doesn't mean we have to go to dose next. Everything goes. Uno tuno yeah. streaming. Uno tuno. Uh oh. Ooh. I don't know. I didn't hear about this, but okay. So speaking of Makabe, uh, John Miller wants to know: Are you gonna run the Hot Ones Wing Challenge? You know, that has been a question that's been brought up to me a lot the closer that we've gotten to Scenic City Weekend. And I'm going to tell you right here, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, I'll never forget it. So we did it. And uh, afterwards, I did not expect it to tear my stomach up like it did. So I was literally in the bathroom of the uh, Best Western uh, City Cafe I was in the bathroom puking my guts out and Nick Iggy leans over with his phone and is recording me. He goes, yeah, you little bitch. Yeah. And I was like, he's like, this is it, baby. I was like, SCI. SCI I was puking in the bathroom. I was like trying to make light of the situation, but I was done for. I was dying, dude. Like my wife drinks alcohol and shit and like i've seen her like get like get a hangover and stuff i dude i felt like i had a hangover the next day from just these wings and the hot sauces i was like if this is the equivalent to that count me out i like i like hot stuff but there comes a point where it's just too much oh dude in the words of o'shea edwards there came a point where some of those sauces just tasted like smashed assholes Like, it was rough, dude. I was like, this isn't oh. even flavor right now. This yeah, is yeah. torture. Chris thinking over here. Uh, <laughs> I, I Just the only one here thinking that, should I know what smashed assholes tastes like? or <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. Little, known fa- little known fact, the smashed assholes was originally the name of the smashing police. <laughs> Billy Corgan thought it was a grand idea, and everyone's like, "No, nah, that ain't it." Chief. No, that ain't gonna fly. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't gonna fly at all. Could you imagine that though? The smashed assholes headlining like Madison Square Garden or something like, <laughs> like what the hell? I, no, no, yeah. I don't think so. Chuck's like that. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think. I, I mean, they might be. They might be at the bar next to Madison Square Garden. With the name of the smashed assholes, but <laughs> no. Like the bouncing souls. Oh man. Crazy. So let's let's take a pause here for a second. Uh we're talking about a lot, but I do want to bring up a couple of things that we have announced today, tonight. Uh so if you haven't already, there are two, count them, two bracket challenges that we've released tonight, uh, both with pretty cool prize packs. So one for Futures and one for the Scenic City Invitational. 
go check them out. You can go check them out at the Bald Monkeys on uh, Twitter. You'll find the links there, or you'll find them in the chat here coming every about 10 minutes or so. Um, winners of each of those brackets will receive, uh, receive a prize pack with action stuff, uh, with the Bald Monkey stuff, and your choice. One of the participants from either bracket, depending on which one you win, we will buy you merch from one of those participants to support that participant as well. So just our way of having a little bit of fun and supporting indie wrestling a little bit more. So please enter. It's completely free. All you have to do is put in your email. I swear I won't use it for anything illegal. I may. That's true. That might happen. So, but yeah, uh, got that going on. And of course, we are coming to the end of the month here. Uh, we thank everybody that has subbed. We thank everybody that has gave bits. If you didn't know already, every single dollar we make from Twitch goes to indie wrestling. We sponsor Action. We sponsor Leapfrog, uh, Paradigm. Uh, what else? New South. What else, Chuck? Uh, New Texas or New Texas at one point. Mission Pro out of Texas as well. We try to give. We try to give back as much as we possibly can. We try to give as much as we can. So uh, anything you give to us goes right back to them. So we appreciate that. And then, of course, the baldmonkeys.square.site right now. Logan Creed, pre-orders up right now. And we may, this is an exclusive, oh. we may oh, yeah. have a few soft launch previews at SCI weekend. That's right. I'm going to be bringing shirts that you have never seen before to Chattanooga. So if you're going to be there, come find us. We will be at the table uh, for the Scenic City Invitational. And you can actually order the shirt before I even tell anybody who's, who's, uh, who's issue, what are we at? 9, 10, 11? Yep. yep. And Secrets out. We're booked through December. So more shirts to come. Whoever, who would have thought? By the way, Ron Bass Jr. says uh, you should buy merch from him. <clears throat> Me specifically? No, not you. Anybody who's <laughs> listening. But I mean, you can too. I mean, he's a good guy. I'm about to check my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to I want to bring up so let let's get back into it. I, I do want to ask. There's there's this this thing going on on Twitter lately, and it's called Spaces. Yeah. And there's a lot of people doing a lot of them. Uh, we just had the trial of oh, uh, the yeah. trial of the century on Spaces. Uh, Ron Bass Jr. I know he is a big guy on Spaces. Martyr. Uh, Martyr does it. Spaces a lot. Val Pancakes is in like every space as possible, it seems like. She manages to figure that out. Where is the Jaden Newman space? It's somewhere out there, man. You know, I've I've been asked a lot about doing it and I just haven't had the chance to yet. I guarantee you though, once it happens, it's gonna be worth it. Um, you know. I have a lot of interesting people that are normally around me in my in my day-to-day -day life. So there's no telling who I can get on there with me. There's no telling what gets said. 
Uh, all I know is whenever you see that notification for a Twitter space pop up with Jade Newman, you better set a reminder because it's going to be one to remember. Ron Bass Jr. has a shirt for you, Jaden. Good. Tell him I wear a medium. <laughs> Helps my ego. This medium, yeah. I do know this medium. I know this medium very well. I still oh, yeah. have a medium. I see. We have to find that. Find what? <laughs> is there a picture somewhere or a gift? Well, I, ha I have it. I have. Oh, yeah. I have. I have it as a picture, and I have it as a gift. Okay. How 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 do we get this released to the Twitterverse? I I need yeah. that out there. I need we have so to put it out there. Chuck, explain the story first, and then maybe we can get people to like sub or give bits or something to put put this tweet out there. Okay. So. Years, years ago, uh, I decided I was going to join the Def Leppard fan club because I am a huge Def Leppard fan. And I signed up for it, paid my whatever it was, and didn't even realize that they were going to send me a T-shirt. And I never picked my size. And I guess the default size on the dropdown was a small. Well, I get my little package in the mail and it has all the stuff in it and i and it's got a t-shirt i'm like what the hell is this and i open it up and it's literally a white plain white t-shirt with def leopard fan club on the middle of it with the picture of the band and it's a small and i was like Fuck is not a small i am not i am not a small now and i was definitely not a small then but i said you know what i'm gonna see if i can fit my fat ass in this small t-shirt now, keep in mind, I, I was probably wearing double XLs at the time. And I put the T-shirt on, got it on. Uh, I, I think I lost consciousness maybe once or twice because it was so damn tight. But then I decided to do the uh, the pose of everything. Yeah, everybody does pictures. the whole thing. Yeah. Everybody does it Every, at some point in time. Took three pictures, and I made it into a GIF. So, you know, if everybody loves the chuckle shuffle, you would definitely love this medium. Yeah, we'll have to work that out sometime. So yeah, I don't know what you have to do. Do something, and we'll release that to the world. I have to find it. All right. I can't find it, Chuck. Jaden, we've covered a lot. You have a lot coming up. You want to review all the different places we can find Jaden Newman coming soon? Yeah, absolutely. Oddly enough, I got my little schedule skis right here. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at me, I stay prepared. I keep my I had my notes ready for my takeover. All right. So coming up, obviously, you'll be able to see me at TWE at the night before SCI weekend. I'm scheduled for New South on the 8th, directly after night two of Scenic City. Um, obviously, I got action wrestling or I'll be teaming with the champ, the ace god, and the lowercase G. Jade Newman and Eric Royal are going to be teaming up against Logan Creed and Matt Sells. So, can't miss that. I'm excited to finally kick that leg out from Matt Sells again. Cost him another few months of his career. And uh, hopefully have uh, one of my boys slash his tires or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Got New South on the 14th. They're having their sixth anniversary. Congratulations to them. And then on the 15th, I'll be making my debut for PWX Pure. 
So uh, big stuff coming up there. In October, I'll be making my debut in West Virginia. September, I'll be returning to Ignite Wrestling in Vero Beach. Uh, and those are just some of the ones that come to mind. Oh, and the big one, obviously. You can't forget this. August 21st, TWE Chattanooga, eight years strong. Did you write that down? Write all that down? Chuck, I saw you moving there. I, I, I logged it all here. I, I'm, I'm looking at that West Virginia. I was going to say that West Virginia one perked his interest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know where it's at, but I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> James is just going to cross over the border and be like, West Virginia, where's that wrestling show? Where is it? Yeah, for real. I'm here. I'm here. It's somewhere in like, I think it's like Marmon or something like that. I don't even know what that is, dude. Isn't that like the jelly in like England or something? Something like that, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to call. I'm gonna have to call up my boy Nathan Frazier and ask him. So, we have a little segment here that we weren't sure if we were gonna run it, but I want to do it anyway because I just love it, even though it's the worst part of this podcast. And if it's the worst part of the podcast. For the bald monkeys maybe it's the best part of the podcast for the Jaden show that's very true it's possible so I'm gonna run the intro Chuck's gonna give you the two cents of what it is and uh, everyone else cover your ears in the chat because it gets kind of loud yeah, we gotta turn that volume first thing off the top of your head just just give it give me what you're thinking at that at that moment in time try not to think about it too much just right off right off the top of your head right off the cuff Say and we'll do it I got okay you, man. our intro is done i will ask the question i always ask mr Jaden newman are you ready for the lightning round yes okay 10 questions here we go number one what's the craziest thing on your bucket list Craziest thing on my bucket list. Uh, mm, I see. Uh, skydiving. Describe yourself in three words. El numero uno. <laughs> Love it. If you had a yacht, what would its name be? Itchy Boat. Favorite song? Number one, Manelli. How many keys do you have on your key ring? One. You have a time machine. When in time are you going back to? Year one. In a death match, what is your weapon of choice? One pizza cutter. Favorite color? Uh, about like a beige. We're going board games. Monopoly or Scrabble? Monopoly. Last question. You're at your local convenience store. There's a taquito in the machine, whatever the machine is called, but it's been there for seven days. Do you eat that week old taquito? Yes. 10 questions. That's it. We're done. Stumbled on the first one out of the gate, but we're good. Jaden, you survived. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I love the theme. That was amazing. And then beige is interesting. Uh, definitely threw everybody for a loop there in the chat. I do not believe skydiving is on your bucket list. No, I, I've never I, thought of skydiving once in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first question is the toughest one, usually. That right? usually throws people off. Well, you see, the craziest thing on my bucket list, 
I almost, <laughs> I almost said divorce, but it's not on my bucket list. Oh, that should be on no way. My wife's gonna come in here and make the run in. She's gonna... all of a sudden she's we see a clothesline. No list. All right. Uh, I don't know. Where do you go from there? I, uh, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's it. I think we wrap things up. I mean, I want to know, I want to know though, who, who does Jaden think is going to come out on top in the futures? Oh, in the future. Yeah. Let's touch on futures. All right. So being that I was in the first futures, there's obviously a pattern, uh, after me. And, uh, there's always been one crux kid in the futures tournament. Uh, for me this year, I'm gonna go with Hardway Heater. Ooh, good choice. I mean, good that's choice. that. Obviously, if I had to pick a second, a second choice, I would probably go with Robert Martyr. Because Robert Martyr, you know, I've stepped in a ring with him. I know what he brings to the table. He's one of the hardest working kids in the game, dude. But Hardway Heater, I know he works just as hard as well. And he brings a little something different to the field as well. Um, my third pick would probably be Ron Bass Jr. And two and two of those are in the uh, just like when we talked to Robert last week. Him and Heater are in the same three way to start off. He's he's got one of the hardest first rounds to come out of. Whoever is in that, whoever is in there, whoever's in there advances to that number one spot. It's gonna be like rankings for me. I'm gonna be watching them. I'll be watching for sure. I'm excited regardless. The Futures Tournament's always been a very big um, a very big uh, deal to me because that was how I got to break out into the, you know, scenic city scene as far as the uh, Invitational. I, I keep forgetting about young Billy as well. Billy's mm -hmm. up there in my top five, too. So, um, you know, really, that's where it's crazy because it's so stacked, right? There's so many different people that can win. But mm -hmm. those are my four. Those are my four picks. So many different styles, so many different, just, there's a lot of variety in the futures. Oh, 100%. Tournament. But that's what I always love about futures too. Uh, that was what I liked about getting to see it last year whenever it took place at TWE Chattanooga and seeing all the different styles and the contrast of them and just how everyone worked with each other. Like, um, that was exciting, and it's going to be just as exciting this year. I am looking forward to that first round matchup with the Whisper, Eli, and uh, who's the third one that went? Landon Hale. Landon, yeah. That is you know going to be. That the is going to be. The Whisper dude. That's my fifth one. So there's my top five right there. Yeah. Anybody, like anybody. Anybody. Anybody that is in the futures, I would not be surprised to see them have a crazy night, afternoon, whenever the heck it is, and afternoon. come out with the win. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Ron, Ron Bass Jr. says it's going to be himself, Robert Martyr, and Eli Knight in the finals. It belongs to Florida, he says. That's an, You know what? That would be very interesting to see, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, Ron Bass Jr., I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch and see for this because you got me You got me intrigued. Um, but no, nah, man, those Florida kids, they're good. Like, I really like that Florida scene a lot. Like, Ron Bass is uh, 
Ron Bass is easily my favorite Florida, not easily, I should say, but he's, he's definitely my favorite Florida wrestler. Um, Robert Martyr, second only. And, uh, you know, uh, that Florida seems awesome, man. Florida seems very awesome. So who knows? It'd be amazing to see if it was that. All right. We covered it all. I think so. I think we talked about everything. I uh, appreciate everybody coming out. I, I will do our sign off for us first, and then I'll hand it over to the host of the show. But thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for hanging out. Go follow the bald monkeys on all the social media platforms. Uh, go buy a shirt if you can. Go support indie wrestling. Go sign up for IWTV. Go watch TWE Action New South. Uh, just go watch some wrestling. I mean, just get lost in the black hole that is IWTV. We'll catch you like next week, which Literally would be when SCI is, which would be when TWE is, which would be when Futures is which you'll see me, you will see Chuck, you will see this guy. Come hang out. We'll be there. Buy some tickets. That's right. And if you can't be there in person, night one and night two, you'll be in live stream on IWTV, so you have no excuse not to catch it. Otherwise, whenever it's not on there, go watch CM Punk versus Dino Bambino from IWA Mid-South in the early 2000s. I don't know. But... With that being said, I guess I'm going to do my sign-off now. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. This has been the Jaden Show, the one and only. Signing off, yours truly, El Numero Uno, Ichiban, number one. Chuck, Chris, we out.